Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Karen. And we are Fridays Forever. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome everyone. Glad to have you with us in this week's podcast, Fridays Forever. How are you doing, Karen? I'm good, Mike. That's great. It's uh, been another really busy week, hasn't it? It sure has. Seems like the weeks keep getting more busy. I thought the older we got, the less busy you become. Slower things are supposed to be. Yeah, but then there's grandchildren and work just keeps coming, doesn't it? It does. And we're just having a blast, you know, with our YouTube channel. And now with this podcast, it's uh, so much fun. You know, I was thinking I would love to start having some guests on at some point. Don't you think that'd be neat? That we It could, would be very that, neat. That we could talk with. I think it would be super. But as you know, uh, the first part of our uh, podcast, we always like to talk about some of our recent adventures and all these that we share with you obviously you can go to our youtube channel fridays forever and we'll also put it in the description of this podcast some links where you can uh, click on those directly and if you want to go watch that particular adventure you can do that but we've been having some fun hadn't we we sure have like uh when we were in pigeon forge we stopped and grabbed um some good pizza didn't we Yes, from Big Daddy's Pizzeria there on the parkway. Yeah, we were staying at a cabin, and the wait was like an hour and a half to go in, and we thought, you know what, we're at this beautiful place. Let's just um, grab or call, order the pizza, and stop in and grab it and take it back. Yes, and this was our first experience trying this pizza, wasn't it? Yeah, but i got to tell you, let's see, what did we order? Um, Pepperoni and hamburger. And uh, you don't really care for pepperoni. You like hamburger. But we sat there on the deck of this cabin overlooking uh, the valley at Pigeon Forge and the Great Smoky Mountains. And I don't know if that added to the taste of the pizza. It could have. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but we we found the pizza really good if you're in that area, right? We did. And, um, Mike, you know me well. I'm very picky when it comes to pizza. And I like this. It was brick oven, wood fire pizza, and the crust was really neat, and it was tasty. We polished the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It was a large. We were hungry, Mm -hmm. but still, we we took care of it, didn't we? Yes. So we can recommend Big Daddy's Pizzeria, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville area there. I think they've got a couple locations. There may even be another one in uh, Gatlinburg. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But we really enjoyed it. The next adventure was where, Karen? Where did we go? Boone, North Carolina, the quaint little historic town of Boone. Yeah, beautiful little town set in the mountains there in western North Carolina. And um, we really had a good time just walking up and down the main street there, didn't we? Yes, such a pretty area and so decorated and such a neat little town that's not too busy it's is a resort town and historic and artsy a lot of art kind of things going on there too but nothing over the top as far as crowds and we really liked some of the stores there and got to buy me a couple of dresses yeah we we walked by this western store and karen said um 
you want to go in there? And I said, no. And she said, I do. <laughs> and I really went in just to look at hats and didn't buy a hat, bought two dresses. <laughs> yeah. And so there you go. She uh, took advantage of of that opportunity. But just a beautiful town. We highly recommend going. We didn't have the opportunity to eat while we were there, but we've had uh, quite a few people suggest different places that we could get a nice meal since we've posted that video. And uh, we look forward to going back, don't we? We do. So we had a great time in Boone, North Carolina. Now, the next adventure, you want to tell folks about that? Yes, this was a recent recent adventure, the Blue Ridge Parkway on the North Carolina side. So we did that little trek from Maggie Valley to Cherokee. And um, I'm going to tell you, to me, although I've, I've been literally all over the Blue Ridge um, Parkway on my motorcycle, this, to me, is probably one of the prettiest when it comes to the Great Smoky Mountains and the views. It is, and we did several pull-offs to look at views, and, man, some of the filming we captured and the photos we took, just breathtaking. Yeah, and one of my favorite things is uh, the driving underneath the canopy of trees. It's almost like you're getting lost in the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. I love that. It is. And then uh, there's probably three, maybe four different tunnels that you go through on this section of the parkway. And some of those, well, most of those overlooks had some funny names, crazy names, didn't they? It did. And and one of the tunnels was like a rattlesnake something, um, mm-hmm. but just a beautiful section that will either lead you, depending on which direction, if you're coming from Gatlinburg, you'll come down through towards Cherokee, North Carolina, and you'll take a left just before you get into Cherokee on the Blue Ridge, and that will take you over to the Maggie Valley area. Obviously, if you're coming from Asheville or over in that direction, you would um, go up to Maggie Valley and you would turn right on the Blue Ridge Parkway and cross the mountains that way. One of the things that I think are memories that will always stand out in my mind will be um, looking out at those mountains and seeing the blue haze, especially in the peaks in the distance. Yes, just stunning, and those green, green mountains and blue haze part of the mountains where the Blue Ridge Parkway gets its name. <laughs> yeah, so if you're in Gatlinburg, you're spending some time on vacation, and you're a little tired of the traffic and uh, the busyness, you can go over to what is called the quiet side of the Smokies, and that's exactly where this is located And we promise you, you will have a great time over there. We've got the Blue Ridge Parkway, Maggie Valley, Cherokee, North Carolina, Bryson City, North Carolina, the the Visitor Center there, Aconalufti, Mingus Mill. There's so many things that you can visit while you're there that's just beautiful on that side of the Great Smoky Mountains. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. 
please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is FridaysForever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Well, I'm excited. It's time for our Journey to Hope part of our podcast, and I'm looking forward to this one. Although sometimes, um, you know, we're going to talk about marriage. It can be a little hard to talk about sometimes, especially if you're not getting along with your spouse. That can be a very difficult. And, you know, you may be listening to this podcast and thinking to yourself, wow, I'm not even married yet. Um, I think I'm just going to hit the pause button. Wait, before you do that, listen, we're going to share some things with you that could be some of the most important things for you going into a marriage. But if you're already into the marriage, Karen has written an article. It's called 26 Ways to Strengthen Our Marriage A to Z. Tell everybody really quick how they can get to your uh, blog page. That website is Karen Girl Friday. Dot com Karen com and so you can go over there and um, and read the article but we're going to share a lot of it with you in our journey to hope part here you know Karen um, I think we all desire to have a strong marriage don't we mm, yes but um, good marriages are made and strong marriages come out of intentional work that we put into it. So in the busy, everyday grind, I mean, how can we prioritize and invest in our marriages? And you may be thinking, well, what practical things strengthen our marriage? Because honestly, for us, me and you, we've been married 36 years, but we still need this as much as anyone, don't we? We do. You never never arrive when it comes to marriage, do you? No, you're continually working I don't know until I guess one of us go on to be with the Lord if you're a follower of Christ. So what we have here are 26 suggested and practical ways, the ABCs, to strengthen our marriage. And, you know, Mike, you mentioned people not married yet. We might also have some listeners who are single again. That's true. And so this can be an encouraging article, Journey to Hope, in Marriage and a Second Chance. Yes, that's a great point. Well, the first one we want to talk about is area is strengthen our marriage, apply, build, cast, and deposit. So the A in our ABCs stands for apply God's word to the issues we face. In other words, find some scriptures that address the areas first instead of turning to a friend or family member for insight. I don't know about... You listeners out there, but sometimes it's easy to turn to people first. When James 1, 5 tells us in Scripture that if anybody lacks wisdom, ask ask of God. With God creating us, He has the most wisdom. And so we can find parts of God's Word that apply to what we're going through in our marriage. 
And then the B stands for build up your spouse through words. Now, this can be hard, but it's intentional. We have to do it on purpose. Use affirming words that speak life over our marriage and our spouse. And that's from Proverbs 18.21 that says uh, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Yeah, those are both good, A, B, and C. Um, was really hard for me uh, when we first got married, and sometimes even now, if I'm not careful, I'll catch myself not doing this. It's cast your cares on God first and not your spouse. So you want to go to God first and then to your spouse. Uh, because when we do this, it puts us in a position where if we're not careful, we're going to put our spouses where God never intended for them to be. They're our partner in marriage. They're not our Savior. They're not the one that can pull us out of all the different issues. They're there to listen and hear and pray with us, yes. But I had to learn, Karen, to go to God first instead of you first, and that helped prepare me to be able to come to you after that. So cast your cares on God first, Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two. Now, the D, that is a deposit. You want to deposit into your relationship more than you withdraw. You think of it like a bank account, where with, if you withdraw more than you deposit, you're, you're going you're gonna to be in trouble, right? It's going <laughs> to yes. be an overdraft. So don't overdraft your marriage and your relationships that, that you're in. Because what will happen is this. If you're constantly pulling out of your spouse, then they're going to end up feeling really, really empty and just overdrawn, and it's not going to be healthy for our marriage. Right. And E is expose your marriage weak spots, not ignore them. So many times it's easy for us as humans to let's just sweep that under the rug or let's just not talk about it at all. That It's a weak spot in our marriage that that just really needs some work, but exposing and working through areas or topics that need attention, it keeps the enemy uh, from gaining ground in our marriage. If we just ignore them, things will just continue to get worse in those situations. And then F stands for fan the flame of intimacy to keep it fresh and frequent. You know, you think about fanning a flame in a fire, a campfire, or building a fire indoors in a fireplace. Um, when we fan the flame, it sparks, keeps the sparks going and the wood burning, and it's the same with intimacy in our marriage. And G is um, really great, especially we're in the season that we're at in our lives because uh, we just love showing people everything in East Tennessee, Western North Carolina, and, and all of these different adventures that we're on. But G stands for grow together in the season you're in. You may be newly married, or maybe you've been married 10 years or 20 years or 30, 40, even 50. God bless you. If you've made it there, that is incredible. But in you know taking these steps to know how to negotiate and navigate with our family and in parenting and spirituality and, you know, things like, um, where are we going to go to church? How are we going to use this as we grow in this season of life that we're in? And we don't want to come to a place where we're satisfied. 
with what's going on around us, not knowing how to navigate certain areas in our life. We we you, we want to dig in, and we want to learn and, and grow together, don't we, Karen? Yes. The H is hold on to your dreams. Hold on. And individuals and as a couple, you want to do this, not just personally, but as a couple. So what does that mean? Well, we want to set a time where we can discuss uh, these dreams and find ways that we can work on them together and work on them uh, as as we move through life in different seasons together. So hold on to your dreams. I know what Karen's dreams are. And she knows what my dreams have always been. And so we help one another in, in that area. So the next section we come to here, Karen, is with a strong marriage is intercede, join, know, and laugh. Can we laugh in marriage? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> So I is intercede through prayer for your marriage. You know, we can ask our spouse, spouse, how can I pray for you? And then we can set reminders on our phone or our calendar each day and really pray. Something we don't think about, but how often do we ask others, how can I pray for you? How can I be praying for you? Well, have we asked our husband or wife that? And really intercede for them in prayer. And then Jay is joined together with the Lord to fight the enemy. I've always loved this passage in Ecclesiastes 4.12. It talks about a cord of three strands. It's strong and it's harder to break. So as uncomfortable sometimes as it might feel to pray together, we can start doing that. Uh, because sometimes it's hard and we're like, well, no, it's going to be awkward. But our enemy, he knows how intimate and powerful it is, and he wants to stop us, Mike. Yes, he absolutely does. Now, the K is this, know who completes you. Know who completes you, because it's not your spouse. I actually thought that for a few years, Mm -hmm. and I guess a lot of people are probably guilty of that. I'm just kind of sharing with you my heart here on on some of these. But Karen, my beautiful and lovely wife, could never complete me. She's human, and Jesus is the one who completes me. He's the one that makes me whole. And Karen is is simply the overflow of his blessings in my life. That's Psalm 23 and 5. So I think this one is really, really big. I can't come home from work or have an issue somewhere and come home and think that she is going to fix me. Karen is not going to fix me. She's not going to complete me. Christ is the only one. I should take it to him first and know that he sees me the way he sees me. And everything on top of that that Karen blesses me with is just wonderful, right? Yes, right. Now, the L, laugh as a couple. Laugh as a couple. We like to laugh, don't we? We do laugh. On our adventures. We, yeah, we, we laugh. We don't always put it on camera, but we're always laughing about things. Sometimes what we say, bumping into each other, almost knocking somebody down the steps. It's all kinds yeah. of things where they're but, eating the meal or whatever it may be. And even in just everyday life. We yeah. laugh about stuff, yeah. But schedule that time where you can just have some fun. Even if you tell a joke, uh, something you know that's not work and it's not the kids and it's not these other commitments, but you have to set in stone a time 
uh, that you're going to going to have fun together. I think that's one of the reasons we are just enjoying these adventures that we're taking so much because we're scheduling that time of fun together. I think it's one of the best investments that we've ever made in our marriage. Now, mm-hmm. we should have started it a long time ago. Don't you agree? Right. We were guilty. I guess when our kids were little, there were times we got a babysitter so we could go on a date or go on a trip together with with Mike's parents. But for the most part, we didn't really schedule it and say, all right, let's go have some fun together. Yeah. So men, you know, you don't date your wife and then marry her and never date her again. You know, that's probably not wise. You want to um, plan that date night. Don't wait for her to plan it. You set it up and figure it out and invite her. And every now and then, get dressed up. We did that recently, mm-hmm. and we're going to be sharing that this weekend, that video, um, where we got dressed up and went to a really nice restaurant. That's a lot of fun, and, and I believe you enjoy stuff like that, don't you? Yes. I do, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and then strengthen our marriage, Karen. Uh, minister, need, overcome, and pardon. That's the M-N-O-P. So M, minister to your spouse. And, um, you know, often I think we ask the Lord for ministry opportunities, especially being on staff at a church for years and years and years. I always pray, God, show me how I can help other people or minister to other people but I would often forget about my own family, often not minister to Karen, my soulmate, the way God intended for me to. So really consider how you minister best to your spouse. You know what your gifts are, and you know what her or his needs are. So that's something we can do. Yes. And then the end, Mike, stands for need your spouse to say even tell them, I need you. I really need you. Let your spouse know their value. Um, sometimes Mike's good at this one. Um, sometimes Mike just says, I need you. And I'll say, I need you too. And it's just a great feeling to let our husband or wife know that we value them and we see their worth and they're needed in the relationship and in the marriage. And then O is overcome past mistakes and regrets. You know, that comes through the mercy of God. All of us have mistakes in the past where we hurt each other, regrets. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I had forgiven sooner. I wish I had not taken that so seriously or been so sensitive over that issue that was really a small thing or something large that we just maybe didn't take serious enough for what our spouse needed. So we want to overcome those areas through the mercy of God because he's he's merciful. He's a merciful God who forgives us and um, gives us mercy. So we want to give mercy and grace to our spouse, even when we don't feel like it. I've told Mike this before. <laughs> you know, There is so many times I don't feel like extending grace to him, but it's not about how we feel. It's about the right thing to do. 
And I want to give grace to my spouse, to Mike, because I so desperately need it from him. So overcome past mistakes. Pardon is P. Pardon your spouse's missteps against you. You know, if we really want restoration in our marriage and unconditional love to bloom, then it comes with forgiveness because unforgiveness keeps the ground dry and rocky, but forgiveness creates a fertile ground for growth. And that comes from Mark eleven twenty five. When we don't forgive, it's really going to affect our relationship and it's, we're not going to be able to have restoration over that issue. All right. Thank you. We are up to Q. If you're still with us in the podcast just a little bit, then we'll be through the alphabet here in strengthening our marriages. And that's quiet, renew, start, and trust. The Q stands for quiet your soul. You know, so many times we're so busy in life, and I understand that. I think different times in our lives we become more and more busy, but we are the ones that control that, and we can't let the world control uh, whether we have time for our family, for our spouses, for our children or not, they cannot be the ones who define that. And for me personally, it's a lot easier for me to be loud and be gone and be on the run instead of being quiet, listening, spending some time reading the Bible and worshiping God, putting a song on, spending time in prayer and just practicing that in my life. I think Karen really enhances our relationship together, don't you? Yes. And likewise for you. Now, the R stands for renew your love by pursuing your spouse more today than yesterday. And I love this one because um, I I think this is something, depending on what your love language is, but to me it means so much to, to get a text from Karen in the middle of the day or whether I'm out as a real estate photographer and she sends me um, a text and just tell me how much she loves me and she's praying for me, that means so much to me. Or or it can be in the little things sometimes. Um, I, I always enjoy, I know what her favorite drink is, and um, I love to be able to uh, pursue her in a way by getting her uh, non-fat chai tea <laughs> latte. And just showing up at work, her work, unannounced, and and give that to her. So renew that love by pursuing your spouse. Yes, we did that stuff when we were dating, right? Yes. So it's nice to do it when you're married. And then the S stands for start fresh. You've heard of clean slates, start fresh, start again, start new. Regardless of what has marked our marriage up to this point, We can start fresh by creating the marriage we desire by forming new patterns. So in other words, there might be some issues between both of us or one of us or weak spots on each side where we formed patterns that kind of damage our marriage instead of uh, build it up. But we can start fresh. Any point in our marriage, we can start fresh with a clean slate and start forming new patterns that will make our marriage thrive instead of just survive. And then the T is trust each other by practicing authenticity and honesty. No secrets. 
this can be hard. Um, there are times that we might say, well, I'm really wanting to get some maybe retail therapy. <laughs> I'm a little down. <laughs> I'm a little down, a little in the blues over something that happened at work or yeah. whatever it is. And I'm just going to go buy me something new, a new outfit, or order it online, and I'm just going to fudge a little bit on the bank account, or I'm going to keep that a secret from Mike. And, you know, that's just not a good trust-building practice in marriage. So we want to practice honesty and no secrets. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good one. So we're up to the U, which is understand what makes each other tick. So I want to know what Karen's personal passions are. I want to know what her aspirations are. And um, I can sit back and try to figure that out, or I could ask her, or I, through the years, you just learn those things. I know she loves to write. I know she loves to worship. I know so so much about her. But those passions, it's just critical, I think, Karen, that we uh, know what those are for one another, don't you? Absolutely. And then the V is vow to remember the covenant, those vows that we spoke to each other on our wedding day. And you can look up more about the marriage covenant and the roles of husband and wife in Ephesians five twenty two through 33. In those 10 verses, Paul gives a great writing and definition about wife and husband roles. But we want to remember and vow to remember our covenant, our marriage covenant. Yeah, so the W now, uh, we're almost to the end here, aren't we? We are. Wow. Is um, welcome. And one of the things I love to do, because I'm a real estate photographer, my schedule's all over the place, but when I'm home, I know pretty close to when Karen's going to be getting home. And one of the things I enjoy is taking a chair and going out to mm-hmm. the driveway and just setting the chair up and, and waiting for her to come home. And and with a smile on my face, I want her to know that I'm excited, you know, that, mm-hmm. that she is she is home. We've both had long days maybe with our jobs. And and I think it's it's just a reminder that there's no place like home. Right. No place like home. And then the X is X-ray. X-ray any fractures that we have so that we can seek the proper treatment. You know, we we have X-rays when we think we have a sprain or a a fracture and we don't of, we don't like those kind. And one of our bones, right? And we 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 have an X-ray so that medical professionals can see what's going on and we can get the proper treatment. Well, it's the same thing with marriage. We want to x-ray fractures in our marriage so we can get treatment. It might be meeting with a pastor, another godly couple, a professional counselor. But what we need to remember is treatment is key. Yeah, and you know what? You can't be ashamed. You can't be afraid to reach out to someone and say, you know, we just need somebody to talk to. We need somebody Mm -hmm. to pray with us. And it's so important, and it's so hard for a man for some reason to come to a place and go you know what let's go and sit down and let someone hear what's going on in our lives and speak some truth into it through the truth of god's word Mm -hmm. oh two more mike 
the why is yearn for a strong and vibrant marriage. You know, so we guard against complacency and distractions in our marriage and our relationship. It's easy to get complacent in any relationship, just kind of lazadaisical and just laid back. And Yeah, we got enough money in the bank. We got everything figured out. Mm-hmm. We got a house and a car and two kids. And we're just going through the motions, and we're just complacent, or we're letting distractions of our job and all of our commitments and roles in life really keep us from from yearning like we used to. You know, this is a little off topic, but I think this is a good place to point out how much we need other people in our lives uh, to have fellowship with or go out to eat, people that we trust that uh, just help bring uh, honor and can speak, again, truth into our lives. Mm -hmm. I think that's important for us. And have somebody that we'd like to have fun with or go camp with or vacation with, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. So yearn for strong and vibrant marriage. And then finally, drum roll, (laughs) Z is zone your marriage by encircling it with the Lord. You know, sometimes things are messy in a construction zone, aren't they, Mike? Yes, they are. And I get impatient. Yes. If it's a real construction zone on the road or an exit near our house, we're like going, when is this ever going to be done? But we have to remember our marriage is always under construction by the Lord. So we just need to take that hard hat off, Mike, and let God do his job. Yes, we do. So strengthen our marriage. What would be the next step? So maybe for you, you could just ask the Lord to use these 26 tips to strengthen your marriage. Yes, all 26 from A to Z, or you can share some or all of them with your spouse and then commit to the ones that need the most work, or you could even choose to work on one a week. So take A the first week all the way to Z the 26th week and concentrate for all those weeks over that one area. Yeah, that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. And um, again, the adventures we talked about, you can find those down below or at our YouTube channel, Fridays Forever. We would love to have you become a part of that uh, family with us there on YouTube. We have a blast. And then our journey to hope, this was fun. We hope that you caught a couple of things there and we'll work on those together. At least if you're married, if you're not, write them down somewhere Mm -hmm. and remember them because they're good, aren't they? They are. Well, until next time, we are Fridays. Forever. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, guys.